the college football experience 2023 Mac conference season preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Uh, join today at sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. And remember as always folks to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Season preview and picks episode. Oh, I'm ex- I'm always excited to talk Maction. You know what? You know what I love about the Maction. You don't got to worry about expansion. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. I, I, you know, it's just old faithful. Old faithful. It's regional. It's what college football should be. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, uh, my name is Colby Swigga Database Dad, aka Pick. Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. I smoke and I drink and... um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. We are here to talk about the Mid-American Conference. <laughs> nothing. Nothing is better than the Mac, baby, all right? Well, you know, I like our directional battles. Central Michigan, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Ball State, Muncie, Indiana, Buffalo, the Bulls, Toledo, the Rockets, Kent State, Miami, Ohio, the Bobcats of Ohio, the Zips of Akron, and the Huskies of Northern Illinois. Shout out to Alfred44. Colby is here, and I'm ready for Maction. Yes, we are. I am joined by my co-host, uh, the DFS God himself. And look, when the college football season kicks, we play DFS every single night that there's football. All right? And we do a podcast where we give away our DFS lineups. So you're going to want to check us out all throughout the year. We talk college football all year long. And this guy in he's, he's the head of the, he's the tip of the spear when it comes to the, the DFS side of things, give it up for the rooftop by PA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free life giving farmer, farmer, her basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go, dude. I'm ready to talk some action. Well, it's five states. They all touch each other. It's all it's it's regionality, man. It's regional football that we love. That's the heart of college football. It is the heart of college football, and uh, yes, folks, that's the what DFS we love about deity. I like it. <laughs> mm, 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 I do like that, and uh, and you know, 
if they were to expand, you know what I like about the Mac is they wouldn't say, Hey, Oregon state, get in this. No, they would say, I think if they were to expand, it would be like, Hey, Youngstown state. See what you're doing over there. Hey, Northern Iowa. We see what you're doing over there. Hey, Southern Illinois. We see what you're doing over there and they would all fit. And I'd have no problem because that is college football. Yeah. Even though though Northern Iowa would be going into another state, I'd be on board for that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, and you can make a case. I know middle Tennessee flirted with it a year ago, but Western or Western Kentucky, middle Tennessee, one of them didn't want to go. I think it was Western didn't want to go, but middle Tennessee flirted with that idea in years uh, past. They've had other members like Marshall, for example, you they know, had UMass so. randomly for like a, a year or two. Good thing they Remember? got rid of them. They <laughs> 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 hey, were bringing down the Mac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, look, we got a lot to talk about. Shout out to everyone in the chat chats rolling along 3802 Vinny Villanova, Alfred 44. I mean, Noah Beanick in the chat. We just were rolling, but I mean, we got to talk a little bit about the current events. No, do we have to? I mean, I'm going to focus on games. Yeah, well, Hunter we need Decker games more than ever. Well, that's interesting. Dude, he focused we, we on do like gambling. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Hunter Decker's fo- focused on games. He might have focused on games a little too much. <laughs> uh, but I did enjoy the fact that he took the under on the Iowa Iowa State game. So at uh, least he's not at least he's not an an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you got that going now. Uh, it, well, one of them was it the kicker that I was reading about of Iowa that had their mom placing bets, or was that Decker? I can't, I get them all confused. Cause I read about an Iowa basketball player too. Uh, I mean, great stuff coming out of, uh, coming out of, uh, you know, the cornfields of Iowa, whether you're Iowa state or Iowa, my, my thing is, is if they penciled in on these, you know, if they honed in on these two, not penciled in, right. If they honed in on these two, this has to be going everywhere else. Right. Because if, if you're just looking at Iowa and Iowa state and you're finding all these people, how many division one football players are there? Oh, yeah, man. It, it's happening yeah. you know, outside of of Iowa, I'm sure. But I mean, look, Deckers wasn't playing in the game, so you know he wasn't throwing in the game. He was a backup QB at the time. He uh, throw a little action, throw a little action, and the kicker took the under. Now, could he have missed a field goal on purpose? Uh, maybe. I but- mean, look, I think both of us are are okay with gambling in general, obviously. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm fine gambling on your own sport. I'm just not fine gambling on the game that you're playing in. I think that's where you draw the line. Yeah. And if they were doing that, it sounds like they were, then there should be some punishment. Now, I don't know what the punishment will be. Is this brand new for the NCAA? I mean, we know in the, in the NFL, we've seen what's happened to a couple players, but are these guys, I mean, is, is their whole eligibility going to be gone now? I heard speculation that Deckers could, which is crazy because this is a guy that, could potentially make the NFL. You see Brock Purdy who started for the 49ers all the way to the playoffs. Deckers was a pretty big recruit for Iowa state. So you yeah. never know where he can. <laughs> and we crazy. haven't done, we haven't done the big 12 preview yet, but I really like that over five and a half Me too. state now. <laughs> now I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, now, now things change uh, a little bit there, but I, and, and the, the basketball, the guard of Iowa, Aaron, uh, Ulyss, who's now at uh, Nebraska, yeah, he made two thousand sports bets on the FanDuel app. Now, this is my favorite part here. He's now at Nebraska. He bet a total of thirty five thousand dollars under the fake name Anton Porter. Anton Porter, you are welcome to come on the show at any time. All right, it's a lot. Of, that's a lot of money for a college kid. That is. That <laughs> is. Uh, 
And one of at least one of the bets is to believe is believed to be an Iowa game, the team he was on at the time, and that is where you get a little bit sketchy because I mean, you can even take it one step further though. And as long as you're betting on your team, maybe I'm still okay with it. Yeah. But if you ever bet against your team, yeah, that's, that's when, where that's where you really cannot do that because then maybe you're you're throwing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either way, it's something to monitor on our Iowa and Iowa state overs stick around for the big. I mean, in the coming weeks, we have the big 10 and big 12 preview that we'll be dropping. Uh, so uh shout out to 3802. He goes, he's got no, uh, nowhere to hide. Every program hammers the, 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 the rules to recruits. Unfortunately, he's got to take whatever punishment they dish out. Yeah. And, yep. and, and he, uh, I'm curious to see whether the NFL, cause I don't think Hunter Deckers is ready to play in the NFL. He's he no. would have to go to the USFL or CFL or something or the ELF in Europe, uh, go play, uh, with, uh, you know, Munich's team, the Munich Ravens. Uh, to see if uh, if he can develop into a, a a good quarterback, it's just not worth it. I mean, at least the the basketball player had thirty five grand worth of bets. Hunter Decker's one was like, what was it? Uh, I I I forget it if it was him or the kicker. It was like it was like fucking fifty bucks. It's like, what are you doing? Maybe they like, should have played DFS instead. Is there any rules against playing DFS? Well, in the NFL, there is because that's how uh, what's his name the the Bama wideout Kevin Calvin Ridley did right. That wasn't DFS. That was just gambling. Was that? Right? I thought I it was, was I think it was just normal straight up gambling. Huh? Well, either way, uh I'm I'm sure this is going to happen. And people will say this is the problem with legalized sports gambling. No, it's work. Clearly it's working. Like it's working that we're catching them. Before you would never know. So, yeah, Deckers So, so maybe it's not working. <laughs> yeah. No, no, before you would just never know. I, this that's was a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. Let them bet. No, what do you mean? It's not I, a good I, thing. Well, yeah. it's, as long as you're not betting against your team, I'm I'm okay with that. Oh, That's what I'm uh, saying. I, I so, agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on board there. Right. And De- Decker's average bet size was seven dollars. <laughs> now that's a college kid bet. Seven dollars. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? He he shouldn't be suspended at all. Right. I mean, come on. Uh, come on. What was what was his biggest bet? Thirty five dollars. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Um. All right, we got to talk about. We got to talk about the elephant in the room because everywhere you look right now, conference realignment um, seems like, so the PAC 12 presented a, so Colorado left for the big 12. We did an episode on this. Go listen to that episode. But since then the PAC 12 uh, met with all all the remaining nine school presidents and said, uh, guys, here's our TV package, $20 million per team via Apple streaming service only, which costs 70 bucks a month or 70 bucks a year, I think. And then a monthly charge for Apple plus. Um, and with the potential that they based on subscriptions could get more than the big 12 schools. And with that being the lone thing, I expect this to, to be the end of the, of the pack nine. I would be shocked if any of the schools signed up for that deal. I would be absolutely shocked. So, you know, well, is there a home for all of them? I mean, it might not be the end of the Pac-10 or, or Pac-9, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it may just be look completely different because, yeah, they, they might. Uh, chances are they're going to lose a few more schools. It we, it seemed like it was coming to this. Like this, this shouldn't surpri- surprise anybody, especially when Colorado left and when they kept on stalling. You know, they 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 they're, 
they were supposed to share these numbers like a month, two months ago, ago. Yeah. a long time ago. They never came out. So you know what? You knew it wasn't going to be a great deal. And it's an awful deal. Like who's going to, uh, first off, not that many people are going to subscribe to Apple. So they weren't going to get those high figures because the the, the number of, of subscribers wasn't going to hit. That's my yeah. personal stance. What do you think? I don't think they were going to get the numbers needed to hit those accelerators. Oh, a hundred percent. They're not going to, especially. Yeah. Like, I mean, your best hope would be, I, I just don't think they would, no. uh, you know, we just saw it with the, their MLS plan, but I was like, okay, passionate fan bases. The Oregon schools have passionate fan bases. The Washington schools do Stanford and Cal fans. I don't think care. Nope. Um, uh, Utah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I don't really think so, but I don't really think so. And I, and here's another thing is, is what I mean is like, I don't think they, I think they're done as a conference. This is, I fully expect over the next Dude, 10 even, days, even the whack survived in some shape and form and fashion. So the pack 10 is going to be there. It's just might only you have think so? some, I think so. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I I'm no expert with this whole realignment thing. I think we're both on the same page as we find it, you know, kind of ugly and, Really, it's it's all run by TV executives, and it's it's going to ruin a ton of rivalries. So I'm no I'm no expert, but I think they're going to survive somehow. Just it's going to look completely different. Yeah, uh, Vinny Villan- Villanova is talking about how long. Yeah, no, I I actually don't I don't know how it's sustainable here because I fully expect over the next ten days for Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah to be announced in the Big Twelve. You know and- what really sucks too is that the Pac-12. I mean, they're on, they're in store for a really exciting season. Yeah. You know, and this kind of just puts a dark cloud over everything. Oh, this is all Texas's fault. They're little bitches that started all this <laughs> shit, but, but no, honestly, I, I fully expect Utah, Arizona and Arizona state to be gone, right? Like soon, any day, by the time people are listening to this, maybe. Um, and I actually think the big 10 is going to get Oregon and Washington at a discounted price because it's still that discounted price is still going to be higher than $20 million. So they're going to just like the way Rutgers and Maryland entered the big 10, they will jump in there potentially Cal and Stanford too. I don't know. They might just go independent because uh, here's another thing. Even if Oregon state and Washington state jump to the mountain West, that might be better for them than right now. Folks, they wouldn't have national exposure on that app. Yeah, true. That's what I'm saying. I actually think the D if they were to jump to the mountain West, even though I think it's silly for them to be in the mountain West because those fan bases have done nothing to deserve this to not be regarded as a power five school. Um, it's probably a better Avenue than sticking around. So I, I uh, think that, that whole label power five is going to fall by the wayside here pretty soon. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you, but, you, want, you want to call a major conference or, 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 you know, something like that. Okay. But yeah, con- I, Go ahead. College football is destroying itself. Like, <laughs> look, I, I, I want to talk optimistically about the future of the sport, but I, I don't see it. I don't see it as I, I see myself being more aligned with whatever the group of five becomes or the FCS, because I don't care to see Washington and fucking Rutgers, man. It's football. Sure. But I, yeah. we're not going to have the apple cup. We're not going to have the civil war between Oregon, Oregon state. Um, the only good thing about the, 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 the Utah joining the big 12 is we get the Holy war back and then True. Arizona, Arizona state, if they stay together then we have the, the, you know, what do they call it? The territorial cup, AKA the dust bowl stays, stays intact, <laughs> but uh, a little dust up. Yeah. A little dust up. But then you have uh, Florida state's president. 
they had a board of meetings today. And, and I mean, four States president saying, basically, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at our options to get the fuck out of here. Like, and, and, and we, we, we're not staying here. They said, he said it was very unlikely that we're in the ACC in the coming future. Uh, uh, Drew Weatherford, one of their, uh, Florida state trustees said, it's not a matter of, uh, of if we leave the ACC, but now, uh, but how, and when we leave, which um, from what I understand this, they're going to be out of the ACC. A lot of people think in the next two years. So it could be, this could be in 10 days. And the sec apparently is not one of those looking to get Florida state at the moment. So it'd be either the big 10 or the big 12. All this shit's ridiculous. Once again, the sec could uh, right now, the sec says they're fine at 16. They don't want to expand, but if they see the big 10, grab a couple, then it's probably going to become an arms race. And then they could, they could quickly turn on that. Well, here's why they don't want to do Florida state. Because the ACC has the ESPN deal with Florida State. Well, ESPN, I mean, the, well, the ESPN rights thing. Yeah, well, that that thing too. But ESPN also doesn't want Florida State to join the SEC because they're getting them at a discounted rate. Oh, so yeah, sense. you know what I mean. So it's like it's it's got to be the Big Twelve or the Big Ten. I think uh, it's it's just a mess, man. The thought of seeing. Hey, we we got Iowa and Florida State playing today. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> we do like regional football. You know, that's you know the, the one thing about great where I live. You know, college sports reigns supreme here. So if I if I go to like a neighborhood barbecue, I know I'm gonna run into a couple of NC State guys, a UNC guy, probably an ECU guy, maybe an App guy. You know, and not everybody has to be in the same conference, but the 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 less these guys play each other, the worse it is for all fans. So uh, yeah. I don't think anybody, like I know some, some conferences are kind of giddy, like, you know, big 12 fans, especially like, I, I remember when the ACC originally expanded and they added, you know, balls and college and Syracuse and Pitt. I wasn't happy about that. I was like, I, I, I kind of understood why they were doing it, which I think is the same thing as, as big 12 fans now, but I'm not happy about it because a, you know, in basketball, you lose your, your, your home and aways. In, yeah. in, in in football, you don't play everybody. It's gonna be you're gonna there's gonna be teams you don't play for four or five years. It's not gonna feel like a tight knit conference. It's not gonna feel like the MAC. The MAC is a tight knit conference. Yeah. The Sun Belt is a tight knit conference. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I I I actually think the greed and Pat Forty wrote a great article about this. I thought I just I texted you it uh, a few minutes before we went live on. I think the greed in in driving Power Five college football could be the downfall of the sport. I, I know people think like, okay, this is great. You know, we keep, how much is enough? They act like they like, I, I was wondering this question. What is the uh, correct amount? If you're, if the ACC and Florida state are getting 30 some million dollars a year, $35 million a year, whatever, how much do you really need to have a good football team? Because even your NIL collectives, it, it doesn't accommodate for $35 million. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I just think, you know, if Florida state sees that Florida is making double their money, they feel like they're, they are at a competitive disadvantage, which sure. I mean, I, it's, it's true, <laughs> you know, but, but you're right. I mean, do more with less, I suppose, but I mean, every school should be trying to earn as much money as possible. You can't blame the individual schools for, for trying to make more. Yeah. Well, no, you can, if they, if they ignore 
what is the success and making like, what is what, what is the thing that made this, this thing so loved by all of us? And that is the fact we do see Florida and Florida state every year. The sure. fact that we do see Miami and Florida state every year or, or whatever the example you want to use. Yeah. I mean, uh, Florida state has never been like a, a, you know, a big time ACC member, you know, they were signed up in the ACC with the mid nineties or something early nineties, early nineties. Yeah. You yeah. know, if anything, the ACC would be in better position if Florida state would have kept their success on the football field, but they've sucked for a long time now. Uh, so I, I don't feel like they were ever, ever like, you know, married into the ACC. It was, you know, they, they joined, it was convenient, but they weren't like, you know, an old school ACC member. So I don't think they have any necessarily, you know, deep ties to the conference. True. True, but I mean, well, they do. I mean, Miami, Florida State, that was a rivalry we would see all the time, and I can tell you, but this, they played it, before they were conference members. Yeah, true, but uh, if I, I, I would assume if Florida State joined, this is all you know speculation. I'm saying if they joined the Big Ten, I would assume that would mean the death of the Florida Florida State rivalry because I don't think they're going to be playing each other in the non-con. So probably s- same with USC Notre Dame. Right. That one's already on. That one's already. I think the the contract's up at twenty five, right. and they're trying to use that as leverage for Notre Dame to join the Big Ten. It's all disgusting. And I see right now as we're, as we're doing this show that uh, the Arizona Board of Regents has scheduled a meeting for tomorrow night. I would expect that would be that they are going to be because they're they're together, Arizona and Arizona State. So either way, TV execs may t- may be trying to kill the sport, but they won't because college football will always survive and. There's enough teams and enough leagues where maybe you're turned off by a couple, but there's always going to be good college football close to where you live because it's nationwide. So let's uh, let's not get too down in the dumps because we do have games, FCS, real we, live we, games in about three weeks. And we do host the FCS college football experience. And look, the Mac is, you know, the Mac is the Mac is still beautiful. The Mac, the Mac is exactly Sunbelt, even the Mountain West. I would say those three. Still, to me, the blueprint of uh, of college sports and, and what we like. Shout out to Weehawk. He's talking about <laughs> talking about point shaving. If interested, go <laughs> read it. Yeah, uh, folks, check it out. Uh, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, yeah, and we're talking about Pete Rose. We're talking about Pete Rose. The chat's getting fine. Uh, uh, Dick Gersberger's in there. Shit's flying around talking about good, good old gambling stories. Um, look, let's get to it, man. Uh, before you know, we're going to get to, we're going to start talking Mac, go through our, who we think will be in the Mac championship and, and where our win totals reside within the Mac conference. But before I do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience 2023 Mac season preview episodes brought to you by our sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Yes. Uh, sports gambling podcast Patreon is a perfect, it's just perfect. It's perfect fit for any diehard DGen. Sign up for the Patreon to get exclusive access to uh, you know all of our contests, including the NFL win totals contest, thousand dollars for first for first place here. Let's go. Uh, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast. You want to hear how uh, you know Patty C broke both of his wrists on a game of Tecmo Bowl? I can tell you that. Uh, look, and above, uh, uh, punching a wall, maybe. <laughs> yeah. They don't ruin the fucking story. They're supposed oh, to be oh. able to hop in there to get the all access. That was a lucky uh, guess. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol was involved. All right. Uh, but you're going to get the best stories from decades of being DJs. Uh, there's even a discord channel for the patrons, the sports gambling podcast. You, you need to know this. We, you know, sports gambling podcast has, and always will give out their picks for free. All right. We're not, 
scumbags over here. Call one eight hundred pick Dundee. Uh, you know, give us a hundred dollars. I'll tell you if Kent State's going to win. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. All right. So this is just a way to to support our network and fight back against corporate gambling and all those all those hacks and jabronis out there. Come on. All right. Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back on the Mac 2023 season preview and picks episode. Uh, well, what'd you, what'd you make of the Mac last year and see Nick? You know, uh, if I have one Mac team, it's Ohio. I always kind of root for the Bobcats, and they were looking really good before that uh, rework injury. Uh, but the Mac is it, it, it delivers, man. You know, the Tuesday, Wednesday nights, it's it's always fun, and uh, it's always crazy. If one if one conference can be like turned on its head from one year to the next, it's the Mac. And I have a couple stats that back that up. So okay. There's been no repeat teams in the championship game from either division since 2015. So I'm saying like <laughs> one year after the next in either division. So if you go back and take a quick look, let me pull it up here. I had it in front of me at some point between 20, 20, uh, 2013 and 2015. Every year for three years in a row, it was Northern Illinois versus Bowling Green in the, the championship. Since then, Every team has made the championship except for Eastern Michigan. 11 out of the 12. And this is a crazy conference where one year you can be 2 and 10, the next you can be 9 and 3 and, and, and <laughs> look, look no further than Northern Illinois a season ago. There you go. But uh yeah, okay. Well, look, we're going to start off with the lowest win total. And that is the golden flashes of Kent State. And here's what I do like about college football. When you go out and hire a Kenny Burns, the history of baseball is on PBS. Ken Burns, the head coach of Kent State. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he does great work with the Civil War documentaries. And I'm excited about this. So Sean Lewis, the head coach of Kent State. He got sick of. Remember that non-con last year? That's you remember, ridiculous. You, you remember that non-con? The so last at couple Georgia, years. at Oklahoma, at Washington. It's like, okay, dude, what the what the fuck are we supposed to do here? Last year, in the first four games, it was at Washington, at Oklahoma, at Georgia. The year before <laughs> that, insane. it was at A and M, at Iowa, at Maryland. A yeah. little bit easier in twenty one, but 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 still, and they always sprinkle in one FCS team. So every year, you're one and three outside your league, you know, it's just, hard to build fan excitement. I swear. Yeah. They're just collecting the paycheck, but Kenny Burns. So Sean Lewis off to Colorado to be an offensive coordinator. He didn't get fired. He just said, you know what? I've had, I had enough of these fucking games playing, <laughs> playing top 10 schools. You did a good job there too. He did a great job. And you, you saw how talented that team was when you look and see Kylan Schley might be the starter, the starting quarterback at UCLA. Both their wideouts, one penciled in to be a starter at Penn State, the other at North Carolina. Their <laughs> their running back is a uh, Cooper's a uh, penciled in starter at Ball State. So I mean, shit, they, he was doing a damn good job. Uh, they were just in the the MAC championship in twenty one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so now now uh, Kent State goes to the Kenny Burns route, and uh, look, the non con, although lighter. Still terrible <laughs> at UCF. Now they're a power five 
uh, in their first ever power five game. And then at Arkansas, Sam pulled pork Pittman going to be there. And then at, well, they get the FCS of central Connecticut state, which will and should be a win. And then at Fresno state, the team that won the mountain West, uh, they're going to go one and three in the non-con buddy. That's yeah, a obviously. And, and yeah. So they, I think they better, they, they better ahead. not, they better not fuck around and lose to the blue devils. The real blue devils, <laughs> some say of central Connecticut state. I think I was listening to y'all's uh, preview. I think, I think you did that with uh, the man in the box, right? Yeah. Hilarious preview. Go check out the Kent state preview there. But I was counting at least 17 players transferring out. Uh, their experience chart is 132nd in the nation on offense. They have zero returning starters on defense, only four (laughs) returning starters. You don't see that very often. We've been doing this for five years now and like, (laughs) you don't see that very often at all. So it is a complete overhaul, a complete rebuilding job. And, uh, yeah, they go one and three outside the Mac buddy. Uh, this is this is I'm going to start things off with a lock. That might be I, their only win. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. You look then after that Miami Ohio who once again I know you mentioned how Nathan uh not Nathan Curtis Rourke and these are the breaks um is is back but he got injured or arguably Ohio might have been the best team that might have won took home a MAC championship last year. Right. Well, they get both injured quarterbacks from a season ago, back to back after Fresno, after coming back from Fresno, Miami, Ohio was in that same bin where like their offense was terrible last year because Brett Gabbard got injured in their power five game. I think it was against, was it Northwestern? One of the power five teams they played Kentucky, maybe one one of the two he got out for the year. And he's the brother, the brother of Blaine Gabbard, the legendary Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. Um, and uh, I expect that offense to be a lot better. The, the Miami Ohio defense was actually really good last year. So you play Miami, Ohio, in my mind is a legit contender to win the conference. And then the very next week you're at Ohio. Who's a legit contender to win the conference. And then the very next week you're at Eastern Michigan. Who's a legit contender to win the conference. So this is going to be a brutal start to the season. You better beat central Connecticut state because I don't see any way you win. And then after that, you're home to Buffalo. who was a ball team a year ago. So Maybe you can pull out one in those last five games. Because the last five games, it, it, it lightens up a little bit. Three of them are at home. The no. road trips aren't too bad. Maybe they get one conference win, but that would still be at two, still at an under. It sounds like we're on the same page here to start things off with an under. And I, I just don't see it. Like If anything, yeah. Akron, I think, is in a much better place going into year two. I'm very high on Akron, as you'll hear me say in a little bit here. Bowling, sure. Green was a, Bowling Green was a bold team now that – Bowling Green's a weird team. Maybe they can beat them, but I expect Ball State and Northern Illinois to be in the mix for a MAC championship. That's the problem. They do avoid Toledo, which you're saying, oh, they avoid the MAC champs. Uh, but they don't get Western Michigan, which I think would be their best shot at another conference win. Yeah, if, um, if you say there's two, the two worst teams, you know, one from each division, it's probably it looks like Western Michigan and Kent State. So uh, everybody else is, I think, at least a solid football team. And I don't see Kent State beating any solid football teams this year. It's a lock. I'm starting it all. Look, folks, I know last last week on the uh, or on Saturday on the uh, oh, what was it? ACC? No, no. Conference USA. Conference yeah. USA. I didn't give away. I wasn't too lock friendly. <laughs> well, I'm starting things off lock friendly here. Give I will lock up the under on the golden flashes of Kent State. 
You know, I, I was definitely on the under. You talked me into it. I'll lock it up with you. Build, build me a case of three wins. It's 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 tough. I mean, obviously, Central Connecticut's going to be one of them, and then you probably want to look at at home games. Can they beat all? Can they beat Bowling Green in Northern Illinois? Probably no. not. Maybe, maybe I, one. I, maybe I, one. Maybe one. Maybe one. Best case scenario, one here. So, right. Uh, I know. Insert lock music here. We need lock music. We have been we have been sued. We need lock music. So if anyone any anyone out there creating music, um. I don't know. Get at me, but uh, yeah, I'll lock it up. This this is a lock all day. I mean, what what music can we play that won't get me sued? Here, let's go with uh, this is this will be the lock music. We are locking up. Kent State Gold Flash under two and a half wins. Let's go, let's go. And I already feel better that Iveta agrees with us. So uh, there you go, hammer it. Let's go. All right, now we jump over to the team with the second lowest win total here. That is the Broncos out in Kalamazoo. Check out Waddos for the liquor pitchers. Um, <laughs> so I just touched on how Kent State's not on Western Michigan schedule, which I think if you're a Western Michigan fan, you're saying, damn it, we, uh, we want Kent State on that schedule. Uh, they are breaking in a brand new head coach coming over. Lance Taylor, the former offense coordinator of the Louisville Cardinals, was previously at Notre Dame before that. Brand new head coach. They got rid of Tim Lester. Told him to hit the road, and uh, and now it you know three and a half win total. They won five last year. That's what I'm saying. But there's the whole team. Sean Tyler, yeah. PJ Fleck doing no favors to his old his old stomping grounds because he went and re- he got Corey uh, Corey Combs their wide receiver, and then uh, <laughs> Sean Tyler and just their whole team got raided. But Florida State they came in, yeah, pretty active in the portal themselves. And they brought True. in some guys like quarterback Hayden Wolf from Old Dominion, who's he's serviceable. I brought like in some nice back. FCS transfers. I was doing the FCS preview. Subscribe okay. to the FCS college football experience. They brought in some nice FCS transfers. I do think they're in a little bit better shape. I was going to say Keyshawn King, the running back from Virginia Tech, who I think is pretty good. I think he'll be a lot better uh, in the MAC. And um, four or five offensive linemen are back. Starters return. So. Western Michigan, I think, is definitely a, a lot better than Kent State. Now, but- there's still a brand new coach, <laughs> a lack of of talent overall, and there is the non-con. This year's Kent State, perhaps Western Michigan. They're at Syracuse, at Iowa, and at Mississippi State. Those are three <laughs> bowl teams from a year ago. Power all three Power Fives, and then their FCS is St. Francis, who happened to make the FCS playoffs a year ago. Uh, now. I will say this: St. Francis did get rated in the portal, and one of Western Michigan's additions was from St. Francis. Mm. That's that's uh, that's some next level coaching. I like, uh, you know, if you're you're a brand new new coach, I think you should attack the teams that are on your schedule in the portal. And <laughs> that's remember, a genius move. St. Francis took Akron to overtime in the um, season opener last year, and you you would think Western Michigan is about the same level as Akron was last year. Both were starting, you know, with with brand new head coaches and depleted rosters, so that could be a game. St. Francis is returning their stud quarterback, but uh, they they lost a lot of production, man. Like their top defensive guy, I think, went to Maryland. Uh, they're 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 both their wideouts are now. Uh, actually, maybe that was Maryland and and App State actually grabbed their other starting wideout. Um, I, I'm going to say Western Michigan beat St. Francis. I agree. 
but watch out. If you play shitty, you will lose this game. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> for sure. And so, okay. So they're one and oh, and then tell me, go down the schedule and tell me wh- when their next win is coming. And our number is what? Three and a half, right? Three and a half. Okay. So at Syracuse, no, not going to happen. I know they lose, you know, some Rocky Long's coming in though. They got, they got, you could argue Syracuse got better in the off season. This um, isn't the same Western Michigan team that won at Pitt a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. They, they fired that coach. Uh, <laughs> Then I thought he went, was doing a solid job too. I, I thought so surprised. too. I don't know who do you think you are, Western Michigan. <laughs> Fuck's going on? Um, at Iowa? No, I don't. I don't think they're going to score a touchdown at the, in, in that game. Can we go ahead and make that prediction? If you no, can find that at your local book, Mi- Western Michigan to get uh, to have zero <laughs> touchdowns in Kinnick at Iowa City. I don't care Final how many score people. thirty to three. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care how many people are gambling on that game. How many people are suspended <laughs> for gambling for the Hawkeyes? Then they then hey, who's the genius that did this right after Iowa? Shout out to uh, the Mac, you know whoever's aligning the schedule because Toledo back to back away unnecessarily three straight way away games at the Carrier Dome at Kinnick and then the Glass Bowl to take on the reigning champs in the Mac. No favors there. They will be one and three. Uh, what are you doing here? Oh, completely. Yeah, I, I'm looking even even past there, and I still don't see wins. You know, yeah. they also get Ohio from the east at Ohio. Uh, there's the, the schedule's tough. You know, so from the east they get Miami of Ohio, Ohio, and Bowling Green. They might be able to get Bowling Green in the in the end of the season. If <sighs> see, that, here's what I like about this. Right. So look, uh, the rest of the schedule is home after t- at Toledo. It's home to ball state at Mississippi state in October. Yeah. Weird. Then home to Miami at Ohio at Eastern Michigan. They are going to be one in one in what seven at the buy or something. Um, uh, then there's a couple winnable games, maybe central Michigan, maybe Bowling green. They're still I, not I getting to four though. I don't think central Michigan's winnable. I think Bowling green is the one you circle. I will also take the under on Western Michigan. Maybe, you. maybe they get a third game there. I, I, I'm not going to, should we lock this one? <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. I'm not going to build me four <laughs> wins here. Build me four wins. St. Francis, who they could right. lose to might I add. Uh, Cause that's the one thing about comparing this to Kent States. Central Connecticut state is terrible. St. Francis went to the FCS playoffs a year ago. So <laughs> the more we're talking this up, I mean, I can see three wins. I, I, I don't see them winning a road game this year because the road games are, are pretty tough. Uh, th- their first two conference home games are ball state and Miami of Ohio. I'm actually pretty high on both those teams. Yeah. I don't think they, they win either of those. Dude, I'm locking it. Yeah. <laughs> this is an under party here. All right. <laughs> This is a dead well, man's I'm with party. You. I'm not gonna yeah. like it just yet, but yeah, I mean, um, let's go under. Block up the fucking under. Sorry, sorry. Uh, look, you're gonna need to get to Waldo's for those liquor pitchers. This is gonna be a tough season without Tim Lester. I will say I have not had much luck locking up Mac teams in years past, because like we said earlier, the Mac gets wacky. But uh, man, it sure looks like I don't see them getting the four. It is true. Like you'll get like a blizzard to come through <laughs> and they'll play and you'll be like, how the fuck did this, this team was a 26 point dog right. and they won outright. <laughs> um, 
All right, let's jump on over. So look, I'm just going to start things off with a bang. I know you guys are going to say I'm crazy because my, I, I have three locks to start the show, but it's going to cool off after that. I am taking you now to Akron where I am very, very bullish. DJ irons, Jeff undercuffler, both quarterbacks are back for the zips and uh, Joe Moorhead. Do I need to bring up the fact that uh, a year ago there was growing pains. There was a hundred percent growing pains. Um, but uh, take a look at the end of the year, take a look at the end of the year. And I think this is where you get excited. If you're a zip fan, a, they continue to bring in, they brought in a five-star running back transfer from Florida. Five-star in the max that haven't happened since Randy Moss. Lorenzo right? Lingard so, <laughs> started yeah. at Miami. I believe he played one yeah. year in Miami transferred to Florida. Yeah. Uh, that questionable character, but um, uh, <laughs> no. So Akron beat St. Francis in overtime last year, who made the, made the FCS playoffs. Then they got destroyed. But as the season went along, man, I became more and more sold on, on this. They should have beat Buffalo to end the season. They were running out the clock and fumbled. So they lose by one to Buffalo. They lost what? One, two, three, four, five games, six games by nine points or less a season ago. And man, they That's won a good at- sign for year one. Cause usually year two, they're going to win a, a couple of those. And, and that gets you, you know, flirting with uh, bowl eligibility. Yeah. I, I, and, and look, I know the chat is talking about this right now. So I want to just touch base on this. I know we have a lot more to go through, but Akron's plus 3,500 to win the Mac. I don't <laughs> think that's a crazy. I like, look, I mean, I know we have our teams that are, we favor like Ohio and Toledo and Miami, Ohio, and maybe Eastern Michigan or ball state. But I don't think that's that crazy of a play. Cause I know that roster is deep with power five guys. I just told you in the last seven years, there's been no back-to-back representative of their division. So on, on paper, you see Ohio and Toledo as the best teams, but they were in the championship last year. There's no guarantee that those two, two teams are going to be in the championship this year. It's not like going against Georgia in the sec East. This is the Mac where crazy shit happens. So I could definitely see Akron bumping up there to like two years ago, like uh, Northern Illinois did. Yeah. And, and when you see a, a win total sitting at four, I laugh at this because week one, and I'm going to be glued to this terrible game at the link, right? I think Akron is a live dog at the link. I haven't Philly. seen a spread for this yet. Have you? Uh, I would just assume Temple's going to be favored, but not so. by much. <laughs> I, I mean, I like I like EJ Warner. Like a seven point favorite. Let me see if I can so. find this. Let me see if I, I can find this right I, now. I like what EJ Warner, the son of Kurt Warner, did in his freshman season for Temple. Uh, it's not like it's going into a crazy road environment, you know. So, it, I I think it's a 50-50 game. Um, I'm not, even though I like Akron, I like some of the pieces they have. Like they they probably have the best oh. one two. What's the spread? <laughs> Temple laying ten and a half. Ooh, that much. Damn. Akron, Akron plus 285 on the money line. Let's fucking wow. go. I was just going to say, I think Akron might have the best one, two receiver combo in all the Mac with Daniel George and Alex Adams. And they also have four or five uh, offensive linemen returning. Now the defense was in the bottom half of the Mac a year ago, but I think that improves a second year in the system. Last year, they brought in a ton of P five transfers. I think you're going to start seeing that, that talent. I think that, um, that defense is probably going to be in the, in the top half this year. 
I mean, I love their backfield too. I mean, this is, I mean, a, you have quarterback depth because under Cuffler started games, both in the FCS and last year and DJ irons. And then when you, when you have lingered the Florida transfer, but mixed with they have a slew of running backs in the backfield that uh, what the Arizona transfer Anderson, they also have the Kansas state transfer in, in price. I, I like this team. I think this team is pretty good conference schedule. They don't get Toledo from the West, which helps. Of course they don't get Western Michigan either, which, yeah. would, which would have been nice. But um, so the, the question is, can they go two and two out of conference? They can. And I, I look, I don't know that temple game. I think that Akron could win that game outright. Now that's going to, the defense obviously has to like Stan Drayton improve, impressed me in year one at temple, despite a bad year, it's kind of a 50, 50 game to me. So let's play devil's advocate and say, that's a loss. Then they get Morgan state. That's a win right yeah. out of the MEAC. Then they're at Kentucky. That's a loss. Yeah. So they're one and two, and then they're at Indiana back to back away. Look, that's not a surefire loss. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say, like, Indiana should have lost to Western Kentucky last year. They almost lost to Idaho. Now, I still, let's play devil's advocate. Indiana wins one and three, right? You're home to Buffalo on September 30th. I think Akron has this game circled. They should have beat them last year. They're running out the clock and they fumble the ball. And Buffalo ends up picking it up. And then in the final seconds, they end up making a field goal to win the game. It ain't happening here. I got Akron winning their second game against the Bulls of Buffalo. I'll have Akron winning one of these two home games uh, against Buffalo against Northern Illinois. So I'm at two and four at the halfway point. Wouldn't shock me if it was three. Right? Yeah. Uh, Like, but I'll even play Devils at, I'll even play Devils advocate and say Northern Illinois wins that game. Right. Then at Central Michigan, I favor Central Michigan, but I still think it's it's kind of a 50 50 game. Right. Yeah. So there, this is a back-to-back road trip at central Michigan at Bowling green. I, I kind of want to give them one of those. Definitely. I think, I think, I think they can beat Bowling green. I think they're a better roster. So they're at three and five, three and five. And like I said, I, I still wouldn't be surprised if they were five and three. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be that surprised if they were five and three right there. The Kent state one at home next is a surefire win. So, so there you go. You're pushing already. And then they're at Miami at Eastern Michigan and home to Ohio. I tough, understand those are three. To end. Tough three. way to end it. I just think five. I think they're going to a bowl. I think they're going to go six and six this year. Maybe even like, I just think from a talent perspective on their roster, I think you can make a case. They are the most talented roster. Maybe Toledo would be like the one that I would say, yeah. okay, to, Toledo's roster is probably more talented, but I think they're right there with them. And uh, I, I I love the over here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna once again. <laughs> I'm locking up Akron on the over. I'm on Let's the go. over. I'm not gonna lock it up. Let's not forget this is a team that won two games last year. So I mean, the good thing is here, I, I think the floor is four wins. So I think you're safe to at least push. So certainly not a bad bet. I think this is a four or a five win team, maybe a six win team. If everything bounces, right? So I like to play by you. I'm going to refrain from locking it though. I'm still on the over. Can I also make this case here of like, uh, well, I mean, I guess it's not that valid of a case, but, uh, uh, he had a, a gigantic jump when he was at Fordham. Joe Moorhead did near two. He went from six and five to 12 and two to yeah. the FCS playoffs. 
Now I know year two at Mississippi state was not the same, but they also had a crazy, there was a crazy stuff behind the scenes happening. So he went from eight and five to, to six and seven, but he didn't, I don't even think he coached the bowl game. Uh, so six and six, I think would be what he did there, but I just think they're going to be a much better team. So, uh, all right, next we jump over to NC Nick. You didn't lock up Western Michigan, did you? No. I, 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 don't, I don't throw out my locks out there all willy nilly like you, man. Mm, so that's why I normally uh, take home the the trophy. Uh, yeah, all right, <laughs> l- let's go to. Uh, I mean, wait, Ball State's over under is at four and a half. Can you double check that? Yeah, I know. I I, I was looking at it today. Um, here I right, I'll, I'll double check it. So you're telling me I'm starting off this show with fucking four locks? Wow, that's me. funny because I was, you know, I, I I didn't touch the last two, but. I like Ball State this year, and I was going to hammer the over. I'm, I'm, I'm checking right now, unless Noah can can double check if there's been any. Um, I could have swore when late. I did the Ball State. And now preview. there's some juice. No, it's it's over four and a half. Now it's minus one forty five. So you got some 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 juice on that. But I'm willing to lay minus one forty five because I do like Ball State this year. And yeah, you know Carson Lexington Steel is gone. But as you alluded to earlier. Uh, Marquez, Marquez Cooper. Cooper comes in who has back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. I would argue he's probably pretty comparable to Lexington Steele. Well, I and, actually think he can make the offense a little more di- – like, look, Carson Steele's a great power rusher. Yeah. But Cooper, yeah. can you can use him out of the backfield a he's lot. He's electric, man. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And I, I, I love um, Lane Hatcher coming over. Now, this guy's been a, a well-traveled quarterback. He was Alabama, former, formerly played at Alabama. He was at Arkansas State. The dude has over 10,000 career collegiate passing yards and 84 touchdowns. I know John Paddock transferred out. I think this is an upgrade over I Paddock too. from last year. I do, too. So, He's much more mobile, too, yeah, in my opinion. Like, yeah, so I, I like a lot of what I see from Ball State here. Uh, defensively, their whole front seven returns. Uh, now, the the secondary, <laughs> that could be, there's zero, zero DBs back. So the secondary might be a little iffy, but um, this was uh, what n- number four total defense, Mac defense last year. Um, I think it's going to get better too. Secondary brings in an Illinois transfer, DD Snyder from uh, an Illinois defense was number one in the nation last year. So I, I like that. And I, you know what I like too? They are, um, they miss Ohio, who was a 10 win team in the Mac a year ago. They miss Buffalo, who was a bowl team in the Mac. And I just said, I think Akron's going to be a bowl team. They don't play Akron either. So to me, they're missing three quality opponents uh, that uh, that favors. Now, obviously, the non con's absolutely fucking brutal. I mean, not, right? as, not quite as bad as others because there's only two power fives and they actually have two home games non con. So they have True. Indiana State and Georgia Southern, which is a winnable game. Yeah. Yeah. What Buffalo beat Georgia Southern in the bowl game. So look, uh, the, so the non-con is at Kentucky week one, then at Georgia, then the reigning national champions, um, they're going to be going to, and then Indiana state's a tricky game though, buddy, Indiana state's a really tricky game because yeah. that's right there. Indiana state almost knocked off North Dakota state last year. They're, they're projected to be pretty good this year. That's a rivalry game. Watch out. I think they get through that though. They go, they get their first win of the season. And then do you have them beating Georgia Southern? Cause I don't, I think Georgia Southern's better. 
So, yeah, I think it's a, a 50-50 game, and you have to like the fact that it's at home in Muncie for Ball State. But, you know, let's let's err on the side of caution and say they lose that and they're 1-3 and three entering MAC play. Well, you know what I like is uh, you do, to me, the three teams that I think are the worst are Western Michigan, Kent State, and Bowling Green. And all three are on the schedule. Yep. Let's get to it. Um, they go to Waldo's. <laughs> Not the not for the liquor pitchers to the stadium in Kalamazoo. That's going to be a win, and you're talking two and three. Yeah. Then they're then they're at Eastern Michigan, and you know I think this is a fifty. I truly believe this is a fifty fifty game. You know, like Chris Creighton plays every game close. They don't. That you know the better quarterback does reside in Muncie, so or on Ball State's side. Uh, this game's in Ypsilanti. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just waiting for Noah to correct you on that. Yeah, complainty. <laughs> um, you know what? We didn't give him Jordan Southern as a win. Fuck it. I'll say they get one between Eastern Michigan, Toledo. Give me, yeah. give me one of those. I was gonna say I had them losing to Eastern Michigan, but I have them surprising Toledo beating Toledo at home. Look, Toledo is you know probably the the best team in the West, but it's not like they're head and shoulders above other teams. So I expect Toledo to probably to have a couple losses in conference and uh it's kind of a tough road trip so um i have them beating so far what i have them at three and four yeah and then they have homecoming against central michigan i did somehow get an email from jim McElwain apologizing i don't know how i got this email because i'm definitely not involved with the alumni of the chippewas but i did get an email or someone sent me an email showing an email to the alumni saying it's on him. It's on him last year. Well, it's going to be on him on uh, no, October 21st. Cause I, 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 I got no idea who's winning this game. I think central Michigan is better than what we think, but I mean, this is like a field goal game. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it really is. Uh, I'm going to go with the home team. Okay. So that would make us what I'm four what? and four. Four and four, they get a bye week. Now this is where I love. I love the end of this uh, schedule because they're at the Doit, taking on Bowling Green on November first. It's a win to me. I am. I have been winning one of these these two road games at Bowling Green at Northern Illinois, so that gets me up to five already. So I'm already at the over, looking good with two games to go. Yeah, and one of them is against Kent State. Uh, they're Six. home to yeah, and then they're home to Miami. I do think it's like a six and six team. Worst case scenario, five and seven. You're still on the over, right? Yeah, and one more thing too is Ball State has four straight weird, four straight years winning at least five. So, if anything, I, I see with their you know seven stars on offense back, seven stars on defense back. I don't see them taking a step back this year. I, I think they still win at least five, if not get to six or seven, and, and you know a bowl game. So, I, I'm going to smash you over here too. And Noah's in there saying uh, best price ball state over flat five wins is plus one Oh five at bet MGM folks. So get on there. We are locking up the ball state Cardinal over four and a half wins. Let's go. Next. We hop on over to the bowling green Falcons and Scotty Leffler at uh, five wins just a flat five wins for the Falcons who made a bowl a year ago lost to Jerry Killen, New Mexico state in that bowl. Look, they lost a ton of production from a year ago. They were a senior 
They were a senior team a year, you know, a year uh, ago. Last I, year, I think they came in top three in the country in returning experience. Yeah. And I know he's been recruiting better. So you can say, well, those guys are out. The next, next guys are up. They also lost their starting wide out uh, to Arkansas. Um, so there's some, there's some issues there. The non-con for the Bowling Green Falcons. Now they do get Liberty game one. And I do think if you wanted to play Liberty, that's where you want to get them where Jamie Chadwell's had, you know, his offense sure. is very, very different than Hugh freezes. Um, I still favor Liberty though. You? Yeah. Especially on the road. So one thing we're talking about before we deep dive into the schedule, Connor Basilak is here. Not a big fan. The well-traveled, the former yeah. Missouri tiger, the former I actually, at Missouri, Hoosier. At Missouri, I saw flashes of. I was like, "Oh, he's all right." And then I think in the Mac, I think in the Mac, he, I think it's a decent get for them. I, I'm curious as to see how he plays here. Uh, offensive line, a ton of transfers, but Loeffler is uh, apparently he he feels pretty good about it. Leffler, now, Loeffler, oh well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> defense, tenth in the Mac last year, really bad versus the run, and only five back. And the defensive coordinator left also, so I have major question marks about this defense. Yeah. And uh, like I said, the, the non-con at Liberty home to Eastern Illinois, winnable, winnable. <laughs> they remember they lost to their FCS last year in Eastern Kentucky, That's true. but Eastern, Eastern Illinois better though, right? Yeah, exactly. Eastern Kentucky is a lot better. So I'm going to say they're one and one to, to open things up. Agreed. Then they're at Michigan. One of those tough Michigan road games no, or home games that no, that's Jim Harbaugh be suspended for. One of those great non-con games that Michigan scheduled. Noah and and, and um, since that was uh, you know uh, correcting everybody's pronunciation, I think Missy, Michigan is out of conference schedule is pronounced pussy. Yeah, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Ha- and that's a, with a strong P, right? <laughs> Ca- capitalize that. That hard um, P. <laughs> Uh, so I got them, uh, one and one and two in the first two weeks. And then they're home to the Bobcats of Ohio one and three. Yeah. And then they're at Georgia tech. Now Georgia tech did lose their last game against a Mac opponent. I believe to Northern, Northern Illinois. Illinois I believe, yeah. Right? So that scares me a little bit, but I will take Georgia tech to win that game. So I have them at one and four. And then they have a, it's a back-to-back away. They got to go to Jaeger bomb stadium and back to be, back to back away. Yeah. One and five, one, six, yep. one and six. Yep. <laughs> and then they're hosting Akron, which I told you already on the Akron one. I think Akron's a better team. So one and seven, huh? <laughs> then they got a bye week and they're home to ball state. They're, they're going to get one of those home games. They are going to fuck dude. That could be critical in our, in our over on the uh, on Akron or Ball State, yeah, yeah, I, I think Bowling Green gets one of them, and then they get they probably get at Kent State, which which gets them to three. They're gonna get the four because of Western Michigan's on the schedule later. No, but I called for Western Michigan to, to maybe beat them. No, I'm on the under. They're I'm not on the hitting under too. Yeah, there's now, no way. The under's got a lot of juice at minus one fifty five, so I'm not gonna lock it. Not gonna bet it, but I think under under looks pretty good. Yeah. Not locking it, not betting it. That's the first thing I haven't locked in the Mac so far. <laughs> Let's jump over to Central Michigan, who I am kind of like, I do think this team is going to be a lot better this year. But man, I remember doing the preview of Central Michigan and I said, damn, the schedule's brutal. 
schedule is pretty fucking brutal. Here's um, one team that I really have no idea what to expect. I mean, they've been so wishy-washy from year to year. Last year, they only, what, won four games. Uh, the year before that, they won nine. The year before that, just three. The year before that, eight. So they seem to be good like every other year. I, I, know, I know you can't you know, follow that pattern, but if, if that was the case, then they might be better than expected this year. Well, I can tell you this. I think they're, I I actually think last year they were better than their record. I really believe that. Um, But the schedule, the non-con. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Just so you guys know, the non-con, Michigan State. Hey, I mean, that game could be sneaky. I I saw that line today. It's Michigan State minus 14 and a half. I'll take the points, but I'm going to lay the points. Yeah. Michigan state usually, you know, with these directional schools, they uh, just overpower them. Central Michigan kept it close with Oklahoma state a year ago, right? Wasn't that a 14 point game? So you cut, you covered by that hook. I, I think that was uh, some backdoor action <laughs> to, to, that, to cover that last year. Only lost at Penn state by 19. Yeah. And Matt, yeah, just saying, uh, I, I think they're a decent team, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Michigan state to win that one. Uh, so Owen one, and then th- you have to circle this one. New Hampshire is projected to win the CAA. They made the FCS playoffs a year ago. This is a dangerous game because you have Notre Dame on deck and I'll take central Michigan to win this, but I yeah. do not feel good about this game to me. Like they're at a very similar level. Well, they like, better win this one. Cause like you mentioned at Notre Dame is next. And after that is at South Alabama, I don't see central Michigan winning that either. So I think um, one and four out of conference is what we're looking at. Uh, so oh, and four. Oh, oh, and four. You mean? I'm sorry. One and three out of conference because they're gonna beat New Hampshire. Oh, uh, well, I mean, and- I, I don't even like, dude. New Hampshire's good. That's a good team. Like they better not overlook right, that. Right. And you better get that win if you have any dreams of hitting that over and going bowling. You better beat New Hampshire in week two. Yeah. So, uh, I'll say one and three as well in the non-con. They 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 play all four of the non-con in a row. So the it's it's at Michigan State, home to New Hampshire, at Notre Dame, at South Alabama, and then home to Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan game, they could be they could be Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I think they split with Eastern Michigan and at Buffalo. Okay, so that puts us at two. Yep, two and four. And then they get Akron and Ball State. I mean, split. Maybe get one of those. <laughs> yeah, split three three wins heading three into of, the three bye. Five with with four games left. Home to Northern Illinois. I'll give them this one. Okay. Four. Okay. Yeah. At Western Michigan, five. All right, maybe five. At Ohio and home to Toledo. Probably not. I mean, well, what's that? What's our number here? Five and a half. Give me the over. I'm on the under. And uh, if you're at the over, it's plus 125. So you're looking good there because it's, it's minus 150 with the under. Central Michigan is the, the the team I feel least confident about in the whole division this year. So I'm or the whole conference this year. So I'm staying very far away from the. Oh team. yeah, this is this is an anti lock. This is one <laughs> the, it, the furthest yeah. thing from a lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is an anti lock. Um, okay, now we jump over to uh, to the likes of uh, who's next? What is it? Six and a half? Is that the next one? Northern Illinois, Rocky Lombardi. 
Rocky Lombardi. Look, uh, he's related to Vince Lombardi. Over. That's it. <laughs> All right. He's also 74 years old. This guy was once at Michigan State in like the uh, in the Nick Saban era. Because I mean, dude, how old is Rocky Lombardi? He's in his seventh this, college football season. I think this it's his sixth year, isn't it? I'm not sure. But, Either way, uh, the dude is, is is very experienced. He was he used to be the Michigan State Sparty. Um, yeah, they might have the best offensive line in the whole MAC. They they return all five. It's been they've been very up and down under Hammock. Also similar to Central Michigan, you know, like it seems like every other year is good. Uh, last year, what did they do last year? Not much. They won no, three no, games but, last but he, year. No, well, no, he got he got knocked out for the season though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Once again, these Matt quarterbacks go down. They can fuck up your whole your whole locks here because look, Rourke out for the season. Gabbert out for the season. Lombardi out for the season. So things things it gets wacky in the Mac. Um, but look, I they're the opposite. So in 2021, when they won the Mac, they won like nine of their games by like six points or less. <laughs> That's right. Well, last year, last year they lost. Uh, I, I want to say, let, let me just quickly pull this up. So they lost to Tulsa by three, Vanderbilt by eight, Kentucky only by eight. Uh, I'm sorry, Vanderbilt by ten, Kentucky by eight. Double overtime loss to Ball State by six. Uh, seven point loss at Ohio. Six point loss to Miami, Ohio. For some reason, though, Akron. Not a problem. Akron waxed them by thirty two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buddy, they they play a shit ton of close games. Rocky Lombardi's super experienced, so I lean over without even looking at the schedule just because if yeah. he stays healthy. Yeah. If you're trying to compare Central Michigan to Northern Illinois, I trust the quarterback play for the Huskies a lot more than than the, the, the Chippewas. So I, I am kind of thinking a bounce back year for them. Um, Best schedule too. Best schedule in the non-con. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you could potentially win three, dude. You could win four. Well, Let me build you this case. No, yeah. Northern Illinois is not going to win four. If, if they were better, I, it's maybe highly they could. unlikely. It's highly unlikely. But dude, they get, they get. Let's just go through it because this is this is hilarious. They're at Boston College, uh, week one. They played Boston College twice in the past six years. Both field goal losses to Boston <laughs> College. Right. So th- that's going to be a game. You know that, right? You know that that game, like, that is a winnable game. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Then they play Southern Illinois at the Missouri Valley. Good FCS school. Shout out to Stone Lebanowitz. But guess what happened? Northwestern just hired Southern Illinois defensive coordinator yesterday. Yeah. That means it's never great to lose a coordinator. It, it, we saw this with Old Dominion last year. True. I love uh, in Southern Illinois did win the last time they played Northern Illinois. I love this game on the schedule. Directional game. I favor Northern Illinois. I think they will be one and one because I'm going to say Boston College. I'm with you by a field goal yet again. But did you know, uh, I think it was in the past five, six years, they went into Lincoln and won because <laughs> they go to, to, to Nebraska. Now this is Matt rules home opener, but it is a brand new head coach. It, I mean, I'll take Nebraska to win this, but I think you have to, but certainly there's not a, a, a surefire loss out of conference, which is strange to say for a Mac school. Yeah. Well, and then Tulsa's breaking in a brand new head coach too. And That's winnable so also. They get out of their four non con games, they get uh Boston College, which is always great for any school in the nation to see. <laughs> then then you get a team that just lost their defensive coordinator. 
And then you get two coaches that are brand new in the month of September. Absolutely fucking genius non-con schedule. I got them two and two though. Okay. You? All right. Two and two. Two and two. Then they head to the glass bowl back to back away at Toledo and at Akron. Man, it's tough. I'm gonna have them dropping both these. I'm, I'll join you. Two and four. Yeah. Home to Ohio. Dude, this schedule is t- now in the Mac, it's actually a tough schedule. But Home to Ohio, home to Eastern Michigan. I say they beat Ohio here. Same thing I said about Toledo. Ohio obviously looks like the class of the East, but it's not like they're head and shoulders above these other Mac schools. They're not going to go undefeated in conference play. So they're going to drop a couple. So you want to look at possible road trips that are tough. The trip to Northern Illinois is tough. I'm going to go upset here. Huskies win this one. Yeah, I got a one and one there at home. Maybe even two and now. One and one. One and one. I'll, I'll, uh, so, so that's what one, two, three wins so far at the bye, and you have four games left. So three and five at the bye. What, what's our total again? Five. What did I say? Five and a half. Six and Six. a half. Woo! Then they head to Kelly Short Stadium. Maybe the worst name in all of stadiums. Um, uh, I favor Central Michigan, man. I, I think they can win three of these last four. Which would get me to six, right? Yeah, I'm on the under six and six. You know what? I'm gonna go over here. I, somehow they pull out <laughs> another one that that we. Well, the don't Boston expect. College game, the Boston College game. I mean, that's I, the one. That right could there. be the one. It, maybe it's you know at Akron or you know they're gonna pull out one that we don't expect. If you're on the under, if you want to bet it, you're laying a ton of juice at minus one sixty five, which is the most I've seen so far in this conference. I, this, so is I don't anti, know. this is this is another anti-lock to me. So far, we're we're locked yeah. up here. All right, now we jump over to the Buffalo Bulls. Maurice Lindquist. They lost a lot, but Cole Snyder's pretzels back at quarterback. Um, Only five starters returning on offense and five on defense. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. This is a team that it's, they surprised me last year. We, we were, remember we were on the under on them, right? And they made a bowl. Well, in both years, I think they've been a little bit better than I expected without being good. <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Oh, you know? it, it makes plenty of sense. Um, <laughs> so the non-con at Wisconsin, but they do get Wisconsin. The first game going to the dairy raid. They're going to lose. Yeah, I think so. They're home to Fordham, an FCS playoff team, but they lost Tim Demorat and both their wideouts, so that will be a win. I think so. Then they're home to the Flaming Libs of Liberty. That could, I mean, brand new head coach September. I'm still taking Liberty. You know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling generous here. Buffalo pulls the upset. Wow. So I got them one and two. You get them two and one. Then they head down to Cajun Field in Lafayette, Louisiana. This will be a loss. I got them. Yep. Uh, I got them one and three in the non-con. Two and two. Then they're at Akron, which I already hit, hit on Akron circle. This one, one and four. I'm with you. Two and three. Uh, home to Central Michigan. Home to Bowling Green. I say they get one of them. Yeah, that'll <laughs> be their second win at Kent State. That's another win. That's three. So that's four for me, I believe. Three for me. Then they get a bye week. Uh, then they're at Toledo. This is a brutal end of the schedule. Yeah, it really at is. At Toledo, loss. Home to Ohio, loss. At Miami, Ohio, loss. Home to Eastern Michigan, maybe. I'm on the under. 
I was squarely on the under, and now that I look at I mean, this is it's, it's, I think it's lock potential. It is. They, they won six last year, which still wouldn't have hit an over. I mean, it, this is year three now for Linguist, right? I could be talked into a lock here. Man, let's wow. let's wait. Let's wait and yeah. see at the end. Let's wait and see at the end. I tell myself, don't bet a whole bunch of Mac team totals. <laughs> I tell myself this ever at the beginning of every year. You can't, you can't help yourself. <laughs> you can't help yourself. And look, I, it's something about the Mac that's beautiful. All right, and, let's and talk. About- it's a little bit of juice. Minus one twenty-five on the under. Not too bad. It, it's tempting. Let's talk about the Miami Ohio Redhawks, buddy. Um, actually, before I do that, let me tell you uh, that the college football experience, uh, Mac, Maction, baby, 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, the NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. It's also available in a ton of different markets. Plus, there's plenty of opportunities to win with their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure you enter Best Ball Mania, where first place gets $3 million. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. We are back. We are back. Oh, 3802 saying, play that lock music for him. We might get there on the Buffalo Bulls, but uh, I want to talk about this Red Hawks team. I just previewed this team. All right. I just previewed Chuck Martin and the Miami, Ohio Red Hawks. And uh, I am intrigued because the defense was good last year. And they returned nine. Yeah. The defense was good. And uh, they do return nine and uh, on defense, not total because they returned well, seven on offense. So that's 16 returning starters. Pretty good. They do lose Hippenhammer though. Who was a stud Mac Hippenhammer. But um, I like the non-con. This might be an easier. No, it's probably slight. It's not as easy as Northern Illinois. Yeah, but it's close. It's yeah, close. I, I think it's a, a pretty obvious two and two with a chance of maybe three and one. Well, you're at Miami, oh, uh, Miami, Florida week one, where no one goes to those games. All right. So, I mean, look, Miami, Florida should dominate that game, but Miami is Miami for a reason. They That's lost right. to middle Tennessee by double digits last year. All right. I'll take Miami, Florida to win that game, but oh, and 3802 saying, Take Miami, Ohio, the real Miami over the fake Miami. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, dude, that's not a crazy, like it, it, the way that Miami, Ohio played defense last year. I'm like, they could, they could be in that game. Well, what's more likely they, they win at Miami or in week three, they win at Cincy. Well, and that's a rivalry game too. And Cincinnati it was close last a, year. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I last think, year uh, Cincinnati was, pulled away late. If I am not mistaken. Yeah, and remember Miami, Ohio did beat Northwestern last year. So uh I will say so look at Miami, Florida, let's say they lose. At UMass the very next week. They open up the season on the road three straight weeks. At UMass is winnable. I think it's a win. One and one? Yeah. Yeah. At and Cincinnati. So, so last year it was twenty four seventeen at halftime. Cincinnati was winning. Winning by a touchdown at half, and then Cincinnati outscored Miami of Ohio 14 0 in the second half, 138 17. But I just I felt like that game was closer than than what it was, uh, or what it ended to be. So 
uh, you know, potential upset in one of those spots, but I guess, you know, I'm going to be conservative here and, and say they're, they're two and two. Yeah. After beating Delaware state in week four. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at UMass and at Cincinnati, then home to Delaware state. So two and two, look at these next three games. This is genius. This is fucking genius at Kent state win three and two home to Bowling green, four and two at Western Michigan, five and two momentum, a real thing. And they're hosting the Mac champs on October 21st, six and two buddy calling it. Oh, I say they lose that one and go five and three at Ohio. After that five and four, I, I, I do have them losing that one um, by a week. And then they're home to Akron home to Buffalo at ball state. Dude, they could win all of those I'm gonna um, go six and four, seven and four, seven and five. I'm on the over. I am on the over. We're agreeing way too much here. I see. I on this. swear. Jeez. There, there was there, there was a couple of them. That, I think it was the uh, Central Michigan and uh, Northern Illinois games we differed. Okay. Uh, I, so minus 165 on the over. I don't feel good enough about this one to lock it. But in general, I'm I'm pretty high on Miami this year. I think I think it's safe to say that they, they'll have the best defense in the MAC. Yeah. And it's a big year for Chuck Martin. Yeah. He wants to get extended. So. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's hop on over and talk now about the Eastern Michigan Eagles and my boy, Chris Creighton. You're my boy, Chris Creighton. Um, man, this team is always hard as shit to predict, man. (laughs) Every game. And I do mean every fucking game will be a one score game. All right. Like go back and look at this guy's career at Eastern Michigan. I don't care if they're playing Alabama. It's a one score game. All right. Um, the non-con, okay. Home to Howard in Ypsilanti on Friday, September first. This is a pretty good out of conference, also. Yes, dude, they could win, dude. They have won at Arizona State last year. Mm-hmm. The year before, I believe it was at Purdue. They won. They've won at Illinois. They've won at Rutgers. Watch out, PJ Fleck, week two. Now, not a lot coming back. Only four stars return on offense, seven on defense. Their experience chart is ninth in the in the MAC. Um, I, I do. Look, I, I kind of like Austin Smith at quarterback, though. What, what are your thoughts on Austin Smith? He's not the best passer in the world, but he, he's a gamer. He's, he's, he's a, a gamer. gamer. That's that's a good that's a good way to the, to uh, describe. Him. Now, it's not. It, it, can I talk about this? They avoid Ohio and Miami, Ohio, and Bowling Green. Even though I think Bowling Green's ass. Bowling Green did make a bowl a year ago, right? So Miami, Ohio, and Ohio, I think are legit contenders. So the fact that they don't play them. Oh, and the fact that they get Kent State from the East also definitely. Yeah. So uh, uh, we got them beating Howard, correct? Yes. At Minnesota. Let's say loss, even though watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Home to UMass. Now they, they, they almost lost to UMass last year. So then that once again, this is my point is like, they need to, they need to take these. <laughs> it's Creighton. It's Creighton ball. <laughs> One more thing about that Minnesota game is that the next week, Minnesota travels at UNC it could kind of be a, a little bit of a look ahead spot also. So I got them two and one, and then they head to Jacksonville state on the Jacksonville state preview. I took Jacksonville state. You know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say they, they go three and one. I, Outside the league, they either beat Minnesota or Jacksonville State on the road. One of the two. I could, I could see it. I could see it. But I'm saying two and two. They got back to back away after Jacksonville State at Kelly Shorts Stadium in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. 
that's a true 50 50 game <laughs> yeah, uh, i think i'm gonna split these next ones between central michigan and ball state and say three yeah three. no no no. central michigan and ball state sure and that no for you it'd be it'd be four wins for you for me it would be three you're right then they're home to kent state win that's four for for me five for you yep at northern illinois i believe i called for eastern michigan to win this one i'll say loss so that puts us at four home to Western Michigan five. Yep. They get a bye week and their three remaining opponents are at Toledo loss. They're, they're going to go six and six, dude. Uh, you know, uh, originally I was thinking the over as I dive heavier into, I mean, I think they probably go seven and five. I, they probably end right on the number. So what's more likely they win eight. I was giving them one of those, out of conference road games too. I think I'm gonna switch and go under. Yeah. The, so after the bye, because at Toledo, home to Akron, at Buffalo, I will take the. Uh, I, I think they're gonna go bowling. I, I honestly really expect them to go bowling. Agreed. I, I will lean under on EMU. Uh, now we talk about the Bobcats of Ohio and Curtis Rourke. Can I say I was surprised to see seven and a half? I was too, because I feel like everyone's kind of. And I actually think week zero is a very, very winnable game. Um, I mean, I would still favor San Diego state. They're favored by four. It feels to me like a field goal game. I, I'm going to take the points here. Now I did mention that I, I root for Ohio. So take it with a grain of salt here, but I think it's, I think it's a close game. This could be the best non-con because San Diego state week zero. A, I like the fact you're playing a week zero game because you're going to have a, a you're going to have a, a two by weeks, but I could see them winning this. I'll take San Diego State. I like the non-con. It got easier if if uh, Hunter Decker's. That's what I was about playing. to say. That's about to say. <laughs> and I think there's a few players on Iowa State that got part yeah. of that probe. Home to Long Island, week two. Win. Yeah, of course. One and one to start the season. Then they're at Florida Atlantic, but it's it's week two for FAU, week three for Ohio. And guess what? Tom Herman is a brand new head coach. Now I'm still taking FAU. Yeah, I, I mean, this is Ohio won at home by three, 41 38 last year. Down in Florida, I, I think I have them dropping it. And then home to Iowa State, where you could have, and that's week three for Iowa State, not week four. There's a strong chance Iowa State's going to have a shit ton of players suspended by then. I kind of want to give Ohio a two and two out of conference. Schedule. Me too. Thinking let's they get do it. One of them. Let's do it. Let's do well, it. Let's, I think they're um, going to get one. Let's, this offense is going to be cranking, man. You know, at first I was a little worried if cursor work was going to be healthy. It sounds like in the spring game, he was dressed. He didn't play. It sounds like he's good to go now. Uh, and then see a Bangura, the running back from Bowie, Maryland shout to him. That guy's a baller over a thousand yards, 13 touchdowns last year. Our guy, Sam Wigloos, the transfer from Ohio State, he Great had almost 900 yards, 11 touchdowns, four or five offense line are back. This Ohio offense is going to be lights out. Dude, they're, they're going two and two in the non-con. Okay. Maybe, maybe even three and one. Now, the um, defense pretty much sucked last year. <laughs> true. So, they need improvement on that side of the ball. There's going to be a lot of shootouts, but let's let's go two and two. I'm with you. Two and two, and then the, after the Iowa State game, they're at the Doit taking on Bowling Green, three and two. Right? Agreed. Then this is one of their bye weeks. Then they host Kent State four and two. Agreed. Then they're at Northern Illinois. I gave that one to Northern Illinois. So I I'll say too. four and three. 
Then they are home to Western Michigan. I will say five and three. Agreed. Home to Miami, Ohio. I think we gave that one to Ohio, correct? Okay. Okay. Six and three. They this is the second bye week. The genius of play in the week zero thing. And then you're at Buffalo, which I think Ohio's better than Buffalo. So I will say seven and three, right? And then you're home to Central Michigan and at Akron. That's tricky. I kind of think it's it I kind of think you could go seven and five. I will call for the over because I think it's I think they could go three and one in the non-con. I it wouldn't even shock me if they went four and oh in the, the non-con. Now I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'm just saying you can't this team went nine and three last year and they they beat Wyoming in the bowl game without their starting quarterback and all Mac player. This team is gonna win over over seven games. They're gonna go at least go eight and four. I'm on the Bobcast. I'm gonna lock it up. Woo! Locking it up, NC Nick says Tim Albin's my guy. Now, Nick, we should preface this by saying NC Nick, big time Ohio Bobcat fan, thought about getting season tickets. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, final team to talk about is the Toledo Rockets, the reigning champs. Patty sees Toledo Rockets. That's his favorite team in the MAC. Everyone's got to have a favorite MAC team. Um, Nine. I thought Patty C's was Ball State. No, we labeled it, but he said he he disagreed with that. He said really? Toledo is the team he likes most. Really? He's a front runner, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figures. Uh, now I'll say this: Toledo, Jason Candle, um, their schedule. They avoid playing Ohio, Man, but they also pretty nice out of conference. Yeah, yeah. Week. So let's get to it. The win total is at nine. The non-con at Illinois. Home to Texas Southern, home to San Jose State, and at the McGurk taking on UMass. That's the that's the non-con. But let's go in order of the schedule because yeah. at Illinois week one, man, dude. If Illinois they don't have Ryan Walters. Now they did hire Jim Leonard, so I kind of think Illinois is gonna win this game. But Toledo has won at Arkansas before. They have won at uh, you know like Notre Dame, they lost by three in the final seconds. This Last is a, year at Ohio State, they lost seventy-seven to twenty-one, but we'll forgive that. Yeah, because the Fighting Illini are not Ohio State. Yeah, but they do have Brett Bielma, and I just see this as a body blow game. I will take Illinois to win. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. One and out now. Texas Southern—they're not good. They're actual ass in the FCS. So one and one. Toledo beats Texas Southern. Now comes a game that I think is very pivotal for the one. over or the under when Brent Brennan, who I just, or I'm sorry, Brett Brennan, Brent Brennan, no Brent Brennan. Yeah. Uh, come into Toledo, Ohio, Chevin Cordiero. This is a game, buddy. This is a game. You know, the last time I remember San Jose state going to a Mac school, it was after it was coming off the heels of that 2020 where they went like seven and one really good year. They went into Western Michigan and lost 23 to three in a very disappointing year. Cause I was on San Jose state the over that year and uh, they didn't come through for me. They've cut, they, they left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm going to go Toledo. I think San Jose state's a better football team. And I think they're a more physical football team. So I will take San Jose state, but that is a game. This is to me, like that's a field goal game to me. So I got them one and two, right? Then they're home to Western Michigan win two and two home to Northern Illinois win three and two 
at UMass win four and two. I have them five and one, right? Yeah. Woo. Back to they have three three games in a row though in the middle of the season on the road. At so at, after at UMass they have at Ball State and at Miami Ohio they're gonna lose one one of those. I say I say they lose both of those and I'm at five and three so you're at five and three also then. Yeah. And then they're home to Buffalo, win. Home to Eastern Michigan, win. Okay. At Bowling Green. Win. Okay. At Central Michigan on a short Lost. week. Yeah. That's eight and eight and four. Give me the under. I'm on the under. I'm on I the mean, under too. It's at nine. So is this team really gonna win ten games? I don't think so. No. I'm on the under. I feel pretty good about it. I think the Mac they benefited off the fact that all those quarterbacks were out last year. And if you look, I mean Toledo had a couple of questionable losses down the stretch where they lost to Bowling Green and Western Michigan last year. They also lost to Buffalo last year. So even though Toledo's the best team, I mean, they're favorites for a reason. Like I said before, they're not head and shoulders above these teams. They're going to drop a couple in conference play. Yeah, I, I I feel pretty pretty good about the under here. I actually think you could lock up this under. No, I, I've locked up enough in the MAC. <laughs> <laughs> How many locks do I have? One, two. Three, four. The first four that we did. So I have, I have Ohio. I have Kent State. I have Ball State. What was I the team? We, what was the team? Michigan. We were thinking about locking up one. Who was it? It was Buffalo. Under. I know. I'll join you. Uh, if if you if you go, I'm in. On on Buffalo. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's go. 3802 is right. He was right all along. So look, before we get out of here, uh, we're, we're, I know we're, we're running late here, but uh, curious, uh, who is your Mac championship game? You know, I'm not picking Ohio versus Toledo. Okay. I don't think it's going to be Ohio versus Toledo. Let's just get that out the way right now. I'm taking Ohio, but if, if you want to have a little bit of fun with this, I mean, I mean, you could, could really not take either of those schools. I'm telling you the Akron play is intriguing. You know I also what? think Miami, Ohio is a I like Miami of Ohio. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go and, and this doesn't necessarily jive with my over under play, but Eastern Michigan has never been to the MAC championship game. This is the first time they do it. And, love it. And they play Ohio. Little battle of the green teams in the Mac. Um, give me Toledo against Miami, Ohio in the Mac championship. I, I want to say, I want to say Akron is a, I almost threw out Akron right there. If you want to look at some odds here, so just say to win the East, Akron is plus 1300. Come on, let's get in on that. You don't need to like, win the MAC championship. Plus thirteen hundred. Let's go. I like Miami of Ohio at plus three sixty to win the East. Yeah, I love that. Actually, if you're looking at the West, Eastern Michigan plus three eighty. I like Ball State plus twelve hundred. Yeah, to win to win the West, and then if you're looking at conference winner, meaning they win the championship game. I mean, Toledo and Ohio at plus one seventy, plus two eighty. There's not enough juice. I mean, it's a MAC. You can't go with a favorite in the MAC. I don't think. Yeah. you know Dude, so. Central Michigan, the ultimate. I mean, there's a lot of value 
Yeah, I, I see a ton of value. The team you with got... the third best odds is Buffalo at plus 650. I don't see what? that at all. I like Miami of Ohio at plus 850. East Michigan plus 850. I don't Ball think State Northern. Plus 3,000. Akron plus 3,500. What do you think? Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, like the only ones I would say you're throwing away money, you're burning money to me is Buffalo, Bowling Green, Western Michigan, and Kent State. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think Northern Illinois plus 1,400. Uh, you know, they, another thing is Northern Illinois' top wideout was out for the year last year, too. And uh, I mentioned they, they might, they probably have the best offensive line in the MAC. So there's a lot of, uh, of juicy potential futures in the MAC. They're Get all, yourself they're, a Mac team. Always is. <laughs> Get yourself a Mac team and throw some money on it. There we go. Let's go, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. We are on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. Remember, we we'll also host the the FCS College Football Experience, the College Basketball Experience. Every single night of the College Basketball season, I am here. NC Nick's here. A lot of those nights, and we're talking college hoops year fucking round over there. Subscribe to that podcast because Maction college basketball. Fantastic. All right. Subscribe to the college baseball experience. Also check out the big 12 experience, Cincinnati fans out there. Maybe check out the, check out the big 12 experience where we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. So those are all separate podcast feeds, but we come together as one live on YouTube. Check us out. Uh, also uh, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. subscribe, tell a friend and we will be doing the big 12 next. So uh, yeah. So there's no says here. Thanks for tuning in. Drop a like and subscribe to us. It means a ton. Uh, yes. Um, and check out the SGPN app. And we just had Phil Steele on the show. Go listen to that episode. Uh, Phil Steele talking college football with us. You know, he loves the maction. Uh, so check out that and, uh, yeah, come talk Maction in the discord. We love Mac football over here. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord sports gambling podcast, doing all their NFL previews. Go check out those as well. All right, folks. Until next time, this is the college football experience. Mac 2023 conference preview and picks episode. You better start thinking about yours and we are out of here. Run, shoot, shoot.